Yeah, um, you know, first of all, it's been a beautiful family time. Um, you know, I, it would have been nice if sort of the time that we've all had would come under different circumstances and in the world at the moment. But um, for us, the time that we've had together um, has been something that probably, you know, will I ever get it again? Well, definitely not in the situation we are with Frankie being little and growing up and, and the kids growing up. And just, um, you know, I've never, I've never spent four months um, sleeping in the same bed uh, all at once for, for a very, very long time. So that, you know, that part of it's been great. And um, just watching, being at home and watching the season resume, watching the PGA Tour resume and watching some golf. And eventually it was always going to be my turn to come out. And, you know, really happy to be here. Nice to see so many familiar faces. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's kind of one of the you know, great things about the tour is that no matter how long you've kind of been away, you just kind of pick up where you left off and everybody just kind of says, hey, like, you, you know, they saw you yesterday or something. So that's been, that's been really nice. And... Um, just getting back into that routine now of, of everything is is good. I know you've had a chance to get out. I think you've had a chance to get out and see the golf course here. Just your thoughts on TPC uh, Twin Cities? A great golf course, a good test. I think there's there's quite a few holes where you're going to have good birdie chances, but at the same time, um, the, the bogeys can you know you can easily get a shot awry and, and end up making a bogey. Which there's there's probably a few holes. Um, especially on the back nine, which give you a few different options off the tee or into the green, which I always like, you know, no right or wrongs kind of thing. You're just trying to get um, the best score you can. And um, yeah, I, you know, I think, it, I think it sets up lovely. It's in great condition. Um, it's been playing pretty soft, especially with the rain as well this morning. So um, if you're dialed in and you're hitting it well, then um, hopefully you can take advantage of that. But it's, um, you know, it's nice getting out and seeing a tour set up again and, and like preparing for that. Okay, well, with that, we will open it up and take a few questions. And just a reminder to media on the, on the conference here, if you I'll call on you, but first, if you would type your, uh, that you have a question in. We'll start right now with Cameron Morpeth. Cameron, go ahead. Hey, uh, Tommy. Uh, hey, you look very uh, comfy. Yeah, very comfortable here. Um, speaking of starting right back up where you where you left off, you, you almost won the Honda, and I assume your your form was uh, as good as it's been on tour. I was just wondering sort of where you are relative to that, or do you really have no idea after so long of a break? Well, it, it's it's an interesting one because um, you know for for us in the UK, so we had golf courses and everything shut down for um, a good couple of months, and then they opened back up, and I think. Um, you know, I've played quite a lot uh, without any kind of tournament conditions um, and without that, kind, that, without that side to it and without particularly trying, trying to get a score. So it'll be interesting coming back and seeing if I can kind of continue that rhythm, if you like. Uh, of course, when you, when you come out playing here, it has different challenges. Um, you know, the penalty for misses is a little bit stronger and um and all that but you know I've, I've been playing pretty well i've played i've played pretty plenty of golf and i've been practicing so we'll see um i'm definitely not going to use um time off as any kind of excuse if i if i don't play well because i feel like i've had um a lot of good practice and playing time so hopefully i can just pick it up and um and 
come out here and, and put in a strong performance. We'll see. Um, and, and if not, then I'm definitely going to learn from this week moving into the, into the weeks ahead where there's some pretty big weeks coming up. And then real quick, just to follow up on that, I'm assuming you're planning on playing just a massive amount of golf going forward here. What are your plans? Yeah, we're here now on the PJ Tour for the duration of, of this season and seeing how far we can get uh, through the FedEx. Obviously, plan A is to get all the way and, um, and see how we can go for the rest of the season. And then um, there's the US Open. I think, you know, I was planning on when I was coming out for this stretch, the Ryder Cup would have been the um, last event uh, over um, this side, and now it's going to be US Open. So in the country for a long period of time now, and hopefully make the most of it, make it count. All right, thanks. Thank you. Okay, we'll hear from your other Chase Frederick. Chase? Hey, Tommy, what, hey. Was, the, what was the thought process like of determining exactly when it was going to be the right time to do the match, I guess, on the plane? Well, um, you know, there's uh, the thought process was pretty much I. I Travel two weeks ago, I you know did my two weeks quarantine in, in the country to then start playing this week, and play all the way through, for the rest of the season. I've now got um, my family aren't with me, so I've now got nine weeks um, in the country. Um, that'll be you know me and my caddy and seeing the guys out on tour and stuff. So without family, it was always going to be like that with the way um, the quarantine rules are with. Coming into this country and doing the two weeks, and then if I was ever going to go home, I had to do two weeks um, in the UK, and it, it, you know that kind of um, that pretty much determined uh, how it was going to play out. And like I say, you know, I'm, I'm now on a nine-week stretch where um, I'm going to work hard and play hard and, and see and see how well we can do. And that was uh, so leaving it just to the almost to the latest possible point. That there's events that I you know clearly want to play. And there's events that I really did want to play, but it kind of it just wasn't realistic kind of thing in 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 the time frame. And I really did want to get out, but also, um, you know, I, I definitely think it was the right decision for myself and my family and um, going you know going through this period because I knew once once we come out, no matter when that was, um, I was going to be out here for the uh, for the duration of the season now. Well, definitely, yeah. Um, it's a tournament, this one, you know, and this one as well. It's a tournament that I've never played before, and I think um, after play the course, it, it it does kind of set up well for me in regular conditions. If I'd have been playing, you know, the whole time and everything, and got to this, I'd feel um, very comfortable. Um, and yeah, you know, you've got big events. I think as soon as as soon as uh, coronavirus sort of happened, and then we got a, a schedule um, that was that was always uh, debatable whether it was going to happen. I think it's been Amazing! It's been an amazing effort by everybody that it, that we're doing so well as a PGA Tour to be playing all these events. But I think uh, straight away you're looking at majors, um, you're looking at you know FedEx, you're looking at Race to Dubai and those things. And that was um, you look at them and then you work your way around them. Okay, we've got a Dylan to share with Golf.com. Dylan. Hey Tommy, I was hey, wondering uh, during your time at home if there was anything that you got the chance to do that you kind of never would have seen yourself doing or because you had that time and you were forced to be in one place, anything silly or fun or, you know, really meaningful you were able to do? 
Uh, I decided to try cooking and realised I didn't... Uh, first of all, I'm no good at it, and second of all, I didn't really enjoy it, so it was like lose-lose. Um, you know, my wife is a much better cook than me, so that was, that was pretty simple. Um, and honestly, like, um, I think when, when we did get the, you know, we, in the UK, we had the, the full lockdown where it was, you know, very, very strict. And as soon as that happened, I think, I think a lot of people were like, right, what, you know, what can we do? What can we get out of this? How are we going to make the most of it? And f for me, you know, our family was lucky. We have a nice home and, and a lot of space, so we were never really under each other's feet. I think seeing um, Frankie grow for four months, you know, my little boy, I think that was, that was the best part of it. Um, and, and, you know, just spending that whole time with the family, there was nothing, you know, there's, there's, there is, of course, there's plenty of things that I, that I could have done. There's plenty of things that I probably could have taken up that I, I didn't really, but actually just spending the time with family, being in one place, going to sleep and waking up on the same time zone um, every morning and night, like all of it was sounds like silly but that was a real treat for me and I and I, I enjoyed that side of it and um, you know we did a lot of just general stuff like you know walking being together you know that kind of thing and and there was nothing else to it really and, and you know throughout it's been very very strict in the UK and now we're sort of coming out the other side of this which is great um, but there really wasn't a whole a whole lot to do I obviously enjoy reading I enjoy you know watching TV and stuff and that was pretty much uh, you know, four months gone by pretty quick. What was your worst cooking misadventure? Mm, chicken Milanese I did a very uh, poor effort on and that was kind of, that was where I decided to leave the career, you know, as a chef over. All right, you're pretty good at this. So <laughs> Thanks, mate. Okay, we've got now the Jerry Zagoto to start your hand, Jerry. Hey, Tommy, have you watched from afar and seen what Bryson has done? Even Tony Pino has to rethinking things a little bit. Do you think, are we seeing a little bit of the future of uh, what, might, what might be uh, off the tee and that even the longer hitters are going to have to kind of think twice and wonder if you're being left behind at all? I, I think there's, you know, there's a ton of answers to that question, really. And, I, you know, clearly golf has been going that way for a while. And, it, and it's almost been... Has it been a matter of time before, like a long, you know, a, a long drive? That's okay. Blame these guys. Is that any better? Okay, you know we got you back. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, I'll start again. But uh, no, I was saying it was kind of, you know, it's it's kind of been a matter of time before sort of a long drive guy has come out and had like a, an all-round golf game, I think. Um, Bryson has obviously come out and, um, you know, he set out to do something and he's done it and he's hitting it a long, long way. And I think, um, and, and definitely there's going to be a ton of golf courses where that is going to um, massively play a part. And Tony's shown how far he can hit the ball. I think, um, you know, will golf go that way? Maybe, like, you know, if, if guys want to keep up, especially kids now. I think there's a lot of people out on tour that are kind of, you know, a lot of, it, it's hard to do. It's very, very hard to do and hard to sustain. And I think it's been very impressive what uh, Bryson has done. I think with how far he's hitting it, I think what has gone sort of missed is how good his putting has been, how good his short game is, you know, from watching on TV, you know, he didn't really give many shots away and he was putting really well and stuff like that. So putting his whole game together, you know, winning just seemed like it was a matter of time. And then I think, I think last week was, 
um, on a very severe scale by the time it got to Sunday, but just showed that you can set a golf course up that can defend itself. Um, you know, from the week prior where uh, you know JT was minus 21 with a, with a couple of holes to go and minus 19 was the winning score to watching how it played out just a week later on exactly the same golf course. I think that was I think that was telling in how you can make a golf course defend itself um, no matter how long some guys are hitting it. And look, at the end of the day, if somebody's going to come out and drive it 370 straight down the middle and be good at the rest of it, then fair play. Um, you know, I'm definitely going to have a hard time week to week uh, beating that, but on my day, you know, I'll give it, I'll give it a good go. Um, but yeah, you know, those guys have been unbelievably impressive in what they're doing and um, it'll be interesting to see which way golf goes from here. Um, all I can do is keep it in golf shots and keep trying to improve my skills, but it'll be interesting. Thanks for answering that twice. Okay, we'll move now to Catherine Ortiz, the PGA Tour. Catherine. Hey, so regarding the golf course you mentioned a little bit earlier, um, how do you prepare for an Arnold Palmer design course? Uh, it's it's a good question actually. I think you know you can you can only take each hole as it comes. Um, you know, decide. Like I say, there's been there's a few holes where there's two or three different options off the tee, and you've got to make your mind up on which one you want to play with. Um, you know, I. I I, I do I do like setups like that. Um, I like making you think or giving you options and then making you to commit to your decision and seeing which is the right one. I think there's definitely times out there where you're gonna have to accept that you might get a choice wrong or get a shot wrong. Um, and and you know I think I think it's very fair. I think the golf course is very fair. So you know that in general, pretty much for the most part, if you're gonna hit good shots, you're gonna get rewarded. And I think that's helpful when you are preparing. You know that because kind of. You know, do you, nobody really ever prepares if to play poorly. Uh, you know, if you want to be there at the end of the week, you're gonna to have to play well and and choose and choose those shots right. But I, th I think that makes it a lot easier. Is that you know that there's nothing. You know, there's no tricks. There's no gimmicks. You know, play well and hit the right shots, and and you're gonna get rewarded. And I think that is a is a massive uh, key and a massive help to when you are preparing. Thank you. Thanks. So a couple of weekends ago, however long it's been, the days are starting to mould into one. Now I'm back in tournament mode. Um, but two weeks in quarantine, I went to the, uh, to the Hamptons with um, my family. Um, kind of hunkered down, played some golf, stayed out of the way, and just kind of enjoyed that last. To me, it was always, you know, it was it was a you know beautiful place to be. But I think it was um, two weeks where I knew this was kind of the last time that I'm going to have that's you know before getting started again. So um, you know, it was just a, it was just a nice time. It was you know, of course, like it would have helped if I didn't not helped, but it would have been nice and easy if I, if I didn't have to do that. But at the same time, the two weeks for the family and for myself, uh, being out in a beautiful place um, and just enjoying it was really, really nice. And time goes very, very quick. It goes like that, it's, it's, you know, and um, yeah, it was, it was nice and uh, just nice to have that done and now, you know, start the next phase of this year and, and the tour. Thank you. Thank you.
The conditions were slightly easier, so uh, like there, there was a score, there was a score to be had out there. Um, I played a couple of places. I played national and I played Friarshead, and thought those places were great. Um, and you know that that's the great thing. You know that again, I, I think originally going back to our sport that we can just get out there and and you know be in your own little world or your own bubble and separate. And I you know absolutely enjoyed playing a couple of courses and having the opportunity to do that um, while you know, feeling like I was mentally preparing and physically preparing for these weeks. Um, but, you know, it's a beautiful part of the world to be, so there was no complaints. Uh, you know, Patricia Molinari, your partner from Ryder Cup, he's decided to move over here. Having to spend nine weeks away from your family now, does this make you think about doing the same sort of thing? Uh, not really. Um, uh, kid, you know, kids are in school. This is, you know, very much a one-off. Uh, situation. Hopefully, it's a one-off situation. Um, but you know, for now, um, we're very settled at home. My parents are in the UK. Claire's parents are in the UK. The way travel goes these days, you know, you can easily do you know a few weeks on and, and go home and stuff. And um, the way the world is, nothing is that far away. Um, but you know, we'll see. You never say never, and you never know where you know the world is going to take you. Um, but we'll see. But definitely for the foreseeable future, you know, we've got, you know, Os Oscar's only got two years left in high school um, and Mo's got three. So, you know, let those guys kind of go through that and then we'll and then we'll see. Um, I'm kind of feel like I'm letting you into my like family planning at the moment, if you if you want to discuss it. Um, but we'll you know, we'll see. But definitely for the um, foreseeable future, I'll be in the UK. Okay, we're good. Be a one last one. How seriously do you consider just playing the European tour events and skipping PGA and other events here? It, you know, very, very tough. And I, th I think, for, you know, throughout this whole period, there's been so much uncertainty in so many areas and nothing that you could take for granted. And um, the fact that we're able to play golf, whether it be in Europe or, or, you know, over here in America, I think we're very lucky and we're great. You know, there's a lot of people that have lost jobs and don't have the, you know, option to work. And we're out here, you know, get to be outdoors on a golf course, doing what you love and getting paid for it. I think, you know, we're unbelievably lucky. And um, whichever that situation was, there was never, you know, there, there was never like a, a right one or one that I would be pressed to choose. I just think that, you know, with the, the way the golfing calendar is, the majors and WGCs, the FedEx, it was... Um, Likely that I was gonna, I was gonna play. You know, I was gonna come over here and play these, which um, I think is the right thing to do. Okay, now our final question: Rex Hogger, Golf Channel. Rex. Hi, Tommy. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, did, this came up two weeks ago during the workday period, and I don't know if you saw it, but there was a playoff between JT and Colin. Players kind of talked about it in the aftermath. It, it seems like it's a little bit easier to win without fans because you don't have everything going on outside the ropes and you don't have to wait for everything to settle down. Do you have a thought one way or the other on that? I don't know. I've not played yet um, without fans. I think um, whenever you think of... I, th I think as golfers from when we're kids and everything or, you know, if you set out goals at any kind of point, for me, um, I've always kind of pictured the atmosphere and the crowds and everything when I'm either, you know, whether it be winning a major or winning a... Uh, tour event or anything like that. I always think about what that feeling is going to be. The, the you know the reaction and the interaction with the crowds. 
Um, it's been it's been interesting to watch, you know, how sort of people go about things without crowds and. I'm definitely going to find out this week. I'm probably going to be more qualified to answer that question after I've played um, with 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 un, without crowds. But I'm, you know, I'm I'm not really sure. I think you know at times you've seen the emotion from players, which has been, you know, just the same. Um, but there's there's no doubt about it. You know, there's going to be less um, less less noise, less ebbs and flows, momentum-wise, if there's if the crowd aren't living and breathing it with you. So maybe that does play a big part. I think. Probably be silly to think it doesn't, but um, but we'll see. It's likely that the world's greatest links golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present, from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cosy pub. But most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't traveled from home, but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. At FootJoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all-new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all-new Tour X, the all-around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at FootJoy.com. TourEdge continues their meteoric rise. In 2020, over 90 different tour pros have put TourEdge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. TourEdge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old US of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. TourEdge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tea times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players 
than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on FootJoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit footjoy.com slash shoe today. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgestone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products, so I did. I came back and I started playing with the Bridgestone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also to have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. 